Welcome to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Hey, guys. I can't say as always anymore because uh, you weren't here last week. So. Yeah, that was the worst episode ever, but I did have my input, so there's that. Uh, was it the worst episode ever, though? Because I actually thought it ended up being one of the best. And I know I, I, joke, I jokingly say that because you weren't on the episode, but I do think the music involved in last week's episode where we took a deep dive in the Koji Kondo, I thought it was a fantastic episode. It actually was a good episode. Yeah, and you like eight of those tracks were still yours. Uh, we did, you know, we, we started from the very first game he ever worked on the NES, Devil World, all the way up to the most recent one he's released on the Nintendo Switch or that he worked on, Super Mario Odyssey. So uh, it, it was a fun journey. Obviously, I know we didn't play a lot of his more famous stuff, but that's because we don't repeat tracks played, here. And yeah, that we've played before. <laughs> yeah, we've we've either played it on the on a Mario episode or a Zelda episode, which is where his most his more famous stuff comes from. But uh, it was still ended up being a fantastic episode. I really enjoyed myself last week. Uh, I'm glad I still had enough facts. You know, I I still tried to keep the spirit of the deep dives alive, even though you weren't there. So I, I had a lot of things to say about Koji Kondo, and it was a fun episode. But we got one more episode before we get into our spooky themes for October. And it is the end of the month, so of course we're doing some Radio Hour this week. And uh, Radio Hour Volume 15, to be exact. It's going to be a fun one. We unfortunately did not get any fan submissions for this one, so Jessica does have two picks later on in the episode. Um, but real quick, BG Mania and Level Down Games is entirely self-funded as a passion project. If you'd like to see it continue to grow and become something even bigger, consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of this podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us. Now, Frank, I told you before. One of our rules here on BG Mania, obviously, you know, the one that we can't pick any uh, tracks that we've already picked, except for certain circumstances like the anniversary episode. The other one I said, uh, no license tracks. Why are you picking a Nine Inch Nails song for our opening track there? You know, you would think it by hearing that, but this actually was. <laughs> uh, first of all, this is from an indie game called Domino. Sure. And the track is called Spartacus. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was actually a game that was composed and made by an indie game developer named Big Nick. Is it like, uh, oh, so it's one of those one guy type of games where he did everything? Yeah, uh, in 2012, he put a game out called Zombies for Windows and iOS. They renamed it the Corporate Lifestyle Simulator in 2014. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, That's kind of funny. Uh, but I, I got this game uh, through an exchange with friends. Uh, I had, you know, like we mentioned a thousand times before, I got a thousand shitty Steam games and Steam codes. Which, just, if you want any, still let us know. We still have, I think we still have tons of codes. Oh, we do. Uh, so I gave it a shot, and... The game is nothing to write home about, unfortunately. It's very, it's a generic uh, 16-bit looking gladiator fighting game. Not, It's not too fun, but the soundtrack's amazing. Yeah, I, I really I really want to check out the soundtrack after hearing this just one track. The, the soundtrack has been carrying this game on Steam for like all of its reviews. Like, yeah, the game's okay, but listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> um, and this, this was my favorite of the tracks, but there's so many other ones out there, and all within this like, I don't know if you call that dubstep or house trance. Do they style. all sound similar to Nine Inch Nails, or is this the only one? A couple of them do. Okay. Like he, 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 he definitely tell he's a Nine Inch Nails yeah, fan. Yeah, he, he's an NIN fan for sure. Because Trent Reznor has worked on. I asked you if the composer was Trent Reznor when we were listening to the track, because he has worked on some games in the past. And movies too, yeah. Yeah, and movies. So I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have been shocked if you told me that he was, just because of how similar it sounded to. Uh, what's the name of that song? I don't remember. I don't know the Nine Inch Nails track names really, but. It sounds almost identical to one of their tracks. What do you got for me, Brian, though? How are you going to top Domina Spartacus? I'm going to top it easily, dude. Um, this, this is a fantastic piece of music right here from a game that is not officially released yet. What? So we have, they, they've already said that uh, this is the title theme for this game. 
And we've heard this track at trailers for E3. Uh, anytime they release a, uh, a a trailer for this game, uh, I don't know. Anytime there was, I think there was one trailer that this track wasn't in. But this is coming out next year, March eighth, two thousand nineteen, to be exact. From Devil May Cry Five, this is Devil Trigger. Oh, my God. 
And that was Devil Trigger from Devil May Cry 5, composed by Casey Edwards, featuring Ali Edwards on vocals. I'm assuming his wife. Uh, game coming out March 8th, 2019 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Fantastic track. Absolutely love it. Uh, Who has two thumbs and already pre-ordered that game? This guy. <laughs> yeah, D- DMC5, uh, one of definitely one of my most anticipated games for 2019. I uh, cannot freaking wait for that game. And I when I was ex- when I was looking for things for for this episode of Radio Hour today, um, I just randomly stumbled across this and I was like, holy shit, they already have a a there. And this this is not the only track that's been released off of the OSD. So there's already a tracks that are that are being released from the Devil May Cry soundtrack uh, out into the wild. And that's really cool. And the other ones that I listened to were also really good. So, but this this one just stuck out to me the most. I think this is just such a fantastic track, dude. I love it so much. It's so good. All right. So for my next track here. Yeah, I'm curious. Like I said, I don't think you'll be able to top that one. No, no, no. I'll tell you how I got here. You're you're, you're more than welcome to try. But I'll tell you when we come back. But I thought we don't top every. I thought we don't top each other. No, no, not not topping each other. But I'll tell you how I like why why this song out of everything. What kind of toppings do you like on your ice cream? Uh, I like walnuts and caramel. Really? I'm more yeah. tra- I'm more traditional sprinkles and uh, Hershey no uh, chocolate chip like the chocolate chips. I usually get those too. It's not as too crunchy, you know. But okay. Uh, anyway, that's the way you like it, and hell, this is the way I like it from Sonic Adventure Two. That's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Another licensed track. What are you doing? 
Uh, this is uh, the Metal Harbor theme from sure. Sonic Adventure 2. Mm-hmm. So I said I was going to tell you how I got here. Well, I uh, normally tell you at the end of the episode. I'm going to tell you right now. The brand name said before, we're starting to do Mega Man next week. Yeah. For, for October. Uh, and I was like, okay, who's the big composer for Mega Man? June Sano. I was like, well, I can't do a Mega Man song. Brian will be like, why are you, why are you jumping the gun? Uh, I don't want to disappoint Brian more than I normally do. So I was like, what else has he done? I was like, every oh, of week, course. Every week. Shut, shut up, Brian. <laughs> well, he's, he's done every Sonic game since Sonic 3 going forward. Okay. Uh, so I was like, okay, let me pick my favorite Sonic game, Sonic Adventure 2. And this is my favorite. Oh, my favorite track without lyrics from Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah, when you picked this one and when you said you were doing it, that's why I said I, I was almost certain that there were going to be lyrics just because I think a majority of the tracks from Sonic Adventure 2 do have do have lyrics to them. I, my, my favorite track from Sonic Adventure 2 um, is actually Pumpkin Hill. That's a rap song. I didn't really think it would fit well with everything else I picked today. But if we ever do a rap episode, you best believe we're going to do that. Especially, especially when we have our um, Level Down Games rap battle. Jimmy the, and Brian. Wait, there was a rap song in Sonic Adventure 2? Yes. I don't remember that. Uh, it's a Knuckles area called Pumpkin Hill. I ain't going to let it get to me. I'm just going to creep down at Pumpkin Hill. I got to find my lost piece. It sounds familiar. I just don't remember it. Yeah, it sounds familiar, though. Yeah, please, uh, so, yeah, please don't but, pick yeah, it for the Halloween episode. I can't, you, you're going to pick it for the Halloween episode, aren't you? I, I probably will. Brian. <laughs> Brian, how are you going to name yourself after a damn gun and have a man bun? Oh, wait, wait, that's it. Let's kill, let's kill shot man with them. My bad. Um, Devil, Devil Trigger, dude. Devil Trigger. Yeah, dude, but I, I love this game. I love this one. Mm. This game came out June 18, 2001, and I still been gush- I'm still gushing about it 17 years later. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you are. And it is, a I, good, it, it is definitely a good game. I, 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 I will agree with you. Cla- I want a Dreamcast classic so I can play this game. A Dreamcast? An old school. <laughs> a Dreamcast. That's, that's what we're going to call it. The Dreamcast. <laughs> In a class above itself. Yes. Yeah. Made of plastic. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll go ahead and kick it now to my next track. And I'm going retro. I'm going with, uh, we'll, we'll stick with Sega a little bit. I'm going to go with Sega Genesis Ooh. game. Uh, we're going to go with a game called Zero Wing. This track is Open Your Eyes.
And that was Open Your Eyes from Zero Wing, composed by Tetsuya Yamura, which sounds oddly familiar to Tetsuya Yamura, the current, you know, producer behind Final Fantasy VII Remake and, you know, probably the reason why we'll never see that game. Is that uh, the same person? Not the same person. Tets- Tetsuya Yamura is the name of the composer. Uh, U-E-M-U-R-A is his last name. Oh, uh, Zero Wing released in the arcades in 1989, uh, would hit Sega Genesis in 1991 in Japan, 1992 in Europe, and it would never release here in North America. Uh, what's interesting, though, you know that that meme, all your base are belong to us? Yes. That comes from Zero Wing. That comes is from... That, oh, that's the game? Okay. Yeah, that comes from the badly translated version that was released in Europe because the English was so bad in that game. Uh, all your base belong to us originated from Zero Wing. So uh, when, when going through the soundtrack, though, it's actually good, man. Like the entire soundtrack is really good. It just it has that Sega Genesis feel to it. And you even mentioned like, oh, this this could, you know, you could tell me this is Sonic and I wouldn't I would be none the wiser. And it, it does sound a lot like that because it's the same era of, of Sonic releasing on in the Genesis for the Genesis or the Mega Drive over in Japan in, in that 1991 era. Um, just it's a good track. There's something about Genesis music is always good to me. I don't know. Like, well, typically, so there are some bad Genesis stuff out well, there. Whatever, whatever Nintendo Genesis does. That was the uh, slogan back in the day. Yeah. See, I remember things. And uh, it actually Somebody set us up the bomb. <laughs> well, it was because that slogan actually helped them for a while, and then it started hurting them. <laughs> I, I think it initially helped, but then they 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 put too much faith into the whole, you know, we do everything Nintendo doesn't and. Clearly, Nintendo still did things better for the most part because they started dominating Sega again after a while. And I don't think they ever really stopped, but the Genesis did well. They're going to come back. Just you wait and see. Much like the South, they're going to rise again. You know, I would be... uh, (laughs) I would be okay with Sega releasing a console again, like if they did a Dreamcast 2 or something new. But I recently watched a documentary on, like, the whole... 32X, Jaguar, not Jaguar, yeah. uh, Saturn. 32X, Sega CD, Sega Saturn. Yeah, whole thing, that, yeah, that whole thing that uh, all three of those releasing in like one year of each other and how just dumb Sega handled that whole thing, which ultimately is the reason that that company failed. Uh, the Dreamcast is not the reason the company failed. That whole no, debacle the, the, the in the mid-90s is the reason it failed. The, the reason was the arguments between uh, Sega of America, Sega of Japan, yeah. being on the same page. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it just, you know, they were basically two companies operating individually and strong-headedly. For, for for my readers out there, I recommend the book Console Wars. It definitely is a pretty good in-depth uh, look into that. You know what I watched? I, I watched the um, Did You Know Gaming video on it, and I thought that was there really well done, too. They, 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 they did it as well. Yeah, I thought that one was really well done. Um, but, we, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we didn't get any fan submissions this week, and that is unfortunate. Uh, you know, we, we've now burned through all of our fan submission episodes for, or tracks for BG Main Air for Radio Hours, and I refuse to pull from one that we're going to be using for our thankful episode coming up in November. Again, and if you want to submit tracks for that, BGmania at leveldowngames.com, and we will have that bonus episode up on Thanksgiving, November 22nd here in, uh, in North America. But... Since we didn't have a fan submission for this episode of Radio Hour, I had to uh, task Jessica with picking two tracks. And she came through, and she has decided to pick two tracks from the same game. So, let's go ahead and kick it to her first track, and I'm sure she'll intro it, and if not, then I'll tell you what it was when we come back. Unfortunately, Jessica was unable to record her audio. She wasn't feeling well. Uh, She normally records her audio Tuesday nights, the night when I'm editing the podcast. Uh, Frank and I 
typically record these episodes on Saturday afternoons. So yeah, she was feeling a little under the weather, so didn't really feel like getting on and talking. So she wanted me to take her place and pretty much talk for her. Uh, she had said that she picked this, the first track she picked here, uh, the battle, otherwise known as Big Boss, is from Metopia. And the reason that she picked Metopia is that when she got the game a few months ago, she really fell in love with it, especially with the soundtrack, and thought that the composers that worked on it did such a fantastic job with a, a game that you generally wouldn't think had a good soundtrack. So, you know, she has since played it to completion, which you'll hear me talk about um, after the track is over and a little later on in the episode. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, you will be you will not be hearing Jessica on the episode today, but her tracks are still here. The first one, again, is Battle Big Boss from Metopia. A little later, I'm not going to record this twice. I'm not going to put the same thing in there twice. So when her track is later, um, you won't hear her there either. So Frank and I do talk about the uh, the track, though, after that one as well. So. Uh, just keep that in mind when I say that we're going to kick it over to Jessica. She's not going to be there. Uh, <laughs> so thanks and uh, enjoy the track. And that was Battle Big Boss from Metopia, one of Jessica's picks, uh, her first one for the episode today. Uh, the game released on the Nintendo 3DS worldwide July 28th, 2017, so over a year ago. And it had four composers on there, and I wasn't un unable to find a breakdown, so we're just going to give credit to all four composers. The four composers on the game, Toshiyuki Sudo, Shinji Ushiroda, Yumi Takahashi, and Megumi Inoue the four composers on Metopia. Um, she's been playing a lot of Metopia lately. She, we, this is actually a game that she didn't get right away. Um, she picked it up, I want to say about two months ago, 
and is playing the crap out of it, dude. Like, she's put so much time into it. This is a 3DS game. I, I must be confusing it with Mitomo. Yes, you are confusing it with Mitomo, which was the uh, mobile version of the game. Yeah, Mitopia is the Nintendo 3DS version uh, game. Uh, it is a traditional like JRPG. It's a role playing game where you go out and you take part in like random battles and it, there's a story and it still has it's it's still very much Mitopia, Mitopmo, Tomo type of a game where it's the uh, you know the me characters walking around and you know being silly and crazy. But uh, it, it, it's very much like Tomodachi Life as well, if you remember that one. Okay. Um, so I don't know, but uh, she's having a lot of fun with it. And I think she's finished it, but she still goes back and like does like side stuff and just random things here and there. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's very similar to Tomodachi Life, which was one of her favorite games on the um, on the 3DS. But uh, yeah, she's been having a lot of fun with Miitopia, so um, makes sense to why she would pick two tracks from it. We'll have another pick from uh, Miitopia. Uh, later on in the episode from from her spoilers so. well who cares who cares sometimes spoilers are fun sometimes they're fun but uh all right man what are you gonna go with uh for my next track i'm gonna give you something from one of my favorite composers okay uh, this is the main title theme from the game that came out in 2001 this is azuric And that was the main title to Azuric. Um, this is done by the great composer Jeremy Soul, who is known for all the Elder Scrolls games. Uh, I've kind of tapped that well so many times that I couldn't pick from the Elder Scrolls. Well, you could uh, have, but well, I could have. You like to spread uh, it out a bit. I do, you know, I gotta keep it breezy. Uh, so literally, I was looking for cool Elder Scrolls music, and I was like, you know what? I know this game. Uh, I was actually confused on this one. I thought I played this on PC. I didn't. I played this on Xbox because it only out on Xbox. Right. Uh, just because this came out in 2001. I didn't actually own the original Xbox until, God, towards the end. I had a 360 before I had an Xbox. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, I actually... 
I didn't get the Xbox year one, but I did get it year two for Christmas. Yeah, I'd have it to the very, very, very bitter end. And then some. Um, yeah, so, which means I had to play this entire game at my friend's house. Mm-hmm. I don't know, this must have went bargain bin pretty quick because he was a cheap guy and he didn't like to buy <laughs> games. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm a cheap guy. I don't like to, I don't like to spend money on anything, but he didn't like to clap two dimes together for anyone. Right. Uh, but I remember it, being, it was a pretty fun game. It was pretty good for its time, and you can't go wrong with Jeremy Soul. I mean, uh, we actually found out that his wife confirmed it. Uh, nice. The rest of the composer okay, yeah, for yeah. this game. Yeah. Uh, Jillian yeah. Soul. Uh, what's interesting about Azeric is that it is a first-person Microsoft game. So this was that's why it was only on Xbox. It was actually published by Microsoft Game Studios. Uh, granted, it could have came to PC. It just never did. Uh, because Microsoft, you know, will self-publish on PC and Xbox. But um, I'd be curious to see if they would ever consider bringing back this IP in, in, in a, day, was, in a was, day and age where they good, need games. It was a good game. I could see this getting rebooted or at least assets being used. Maybe they start with like a remaster or something and see if it does well. Kind of like what they did with Outcast. Or if you want, uh, there's this good property... Um, the Crystal Dynamax, Crystal Dynamax has, a, has this property called um, Legacy of Kane. If you guys want to work with that, that'd be cool too. Uh, <laughs> nah, but, uh, great music, man. You can't go wrong with this guy. He is one of my all-time favorites, and I'm gonna hit another one of my all-time favorites a little later on. Yeah, yeah. No, we we have we have Jeremy Soul on the uh, on the list to do a deep dive into at some point in the future. There's so much there. There is, there is, there is, there is. But that's just, I mean, that can be said about pretty much everyone. That uh, that we've put on the list as as far as composer deep oh, yeah. dives go, um, but I want to kick to a track from a game that we've recently and and the reason I actually did not have this on here until the news broke last Friday, so this was a late substitution to this episode Ooh. of of Radio Hour. Uh, I want to honor Telltale Games because as we found out, if you listen to our Max Level podcast every Monday. Uh, or if you just stay up to date on gaming news, Telltale Games is effectively shut down. Um, you know, the the Walking Dead, the final season is, as of right now, not going to be completed. Uh, episode 2 did release yesterday, Tuesday the 25th, when it was supposed to release, so it is out if you want to play Episode 2. Telltale did say that a lot of people have stepped up to offer to help finish the final season of The Walking Dead. That'd be so cool. um, even though Telltale may not be able to do it themselves, a lot of people have stepped up to take the reins of it to at least finish it um, and to do episode three and four. Now, they they would just I think they're just going to wrap it up in a four part episode if someone helps them out doing it. I don't think it'll be the full five parts, but uh, who knows? Maybe they'll do the five as well. But I want to kick to a track from season two of The Walking Dead. Uh, this is from episode one. The name of the track is In the Water.
And that was In the Water from The Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 1. This was composed by Jared Emerson Johnson, who is an original Telltale composer. Um, you know, he's been working with them since 19... Or I'm sorry, since 2005. I was going to say 95, but no, no. Since uh, 2005, when a little game called Bone, out from Boneville, released which uh, Frank and I just spent a good 10 minutes taking a, a trip down memory lane researching Bone because it's based on a, on a comic character or a children's book character, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he's in some graphic novels. Yeah, I, was, I read these in elementary school and like uh, middle school. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And this is just funny because I was looking up the composer while we were listening to it. Uh, you know, obviously he did pretty much everything that Telltale's done. Uh, Sam and Max... Wallace and Gromit, Back to the Future, and then, you know, everything recently, Swarm the Walking Dead, The Wolf Among Us, Tales from the Borderlands, Game of Thrones, Batman, and Guardians of the Galaxy. He's behind everything that pretty much Telltale has released, so he's a good composer. Um, and the, the soundtrack for Bone, we're actually going to have to pick from that in the future, very Danny Elfman, so, um, and very the soundtrack's not even big, only 22 minutes, so. Maybe, maybe we'll do a whole bone episode. Whole bone episode. No, probably not. I don't want to just do a 20 minute, 22 minute episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, very fitting track, though, in, in terms of how Telltale is basically going to going through this tough time right now where they're shutting down. All their employees are laid off, which we did find out recently. There's a class action lawsuit out there now because of this. Um, you know, yeah. they, they, they didn't give anyone notice. So they're they're being sued by some former employees. <laughs> uh, we'll have to hey, see how that goes. It sucks, but it is yeah, what it is. It is what it is. What tell, it is. Tell, tell, I'll see you at the crossroads so you won't be lonely. Oh, so we're quoting Cleveland natives, Bone Thugs and Harmony now, I see. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you got for us Maybe, next? Maybe I did that on purpose. Maybe. Well, the only reason I thought you would do that on purpose is if you were transitioning to Bone out from Boneville. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no. no, a song about sending someone to heaven. So I'm going to do a song called Griffin Roars in the Heavens from a little unknown game known as Dragon's Dogma.
And that was The Griffin Roars in the Heavens from Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, a little unknown game right there, yeah. right? A little unknown game, you know, one of the uh, one of the most popular games that Capcom's released in the last freaking 10, 15 years. What can I say? I wanted a deep dive into Capcom, but I didn't want to go too deep because... <laughs> you know what Capcom should release? We're talking about deep, deep freaking down. Where the hell's that game at? Never going to happen. <laughs> they're, they're waiting for Final Fantasy VII Remake to come out. Yeah, that's going to actually release, though. Deep down, I don't no. think ever will. You never know. They'll all come out the same time Scalebound does. Uh, <laughs> no, at least Scalebound was officially canceled. <laughs> so uh, Dragon's Dogma came out uh, May 25th, 2012. Uh, this track itself, I couldn't narrow down an exact composer. I found four. Okay. I got I got Tadayoshi Makino, Inan Zor, Chami Ishii, and Rei Kondo. I feel like saying those names, I just like awoke in the Necronomicon and something bad's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Nah, but this game, this game was epic. Uh, there just was a uh, a re-release, an HD re-release mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. I think it was last year. Yeah, that I, that, that I've been meaning to pick up. But uh, much as uh, Brian and his list of games he hasn't beaten, I have a list of games I haven't bought. Right. I'm trying to find your actual. I'm trying to find your actual composer. Like the. the I'm trying to narrow it down for you because it is out there. I'm telling you, it is. Well, if there's a will and there's a way, Brian will find it. So you played the um, you played the original one, though, right? Yes. And then forgot about the game for a while. And then when I saw the remake. I'm like, oh, wow, this looks really cool. Oh, wow. I know this game. And then haven't picked it up since. But I will. I will. Cause no, I, I, and I remember us talking on the uh, I believe it was the Maxwell podcast. So it had to have been last year when this when the yeah, uh, yeah. when the HD remaster released. But um, I would like to play through this game again. I just haven't had a chance to pick it up. And I would like there to be an actual sequel to this. Like, I, I kind of hope that this is something that Capcom will go back and revisit in the future. I can't see why not. I hope so, man. So, uh, yeah, Brian found it for me. That was by uh, Koji Kondo. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, 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 it's a different, a different Kondo. Uh, oh, oh, Ria Kondo. Okay. Ria Kondo. Yes, 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 yes. Is the actual composer for that track that we just heard. Uh, Griffin and Ria Roars Kondo in the don't Heavens. Want none unless you got Buns Hunt. No, 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 no. Um, and it's and it's K O N D O. There is an H on the end of of, of their name. Not it's not Kondo. 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 Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. But uh, one of your composers there mentioned on Dragon's Dogma, uh, Einan Zur, happens to be the composer for my next track. Funny enough. Get out of town, Brian. Nope. And and, and we always say this, but. Uh, you know, we don't plan these things, so no. <laughs> it's just it's just funny how sometimes that happens. But and it's funny because my next game actually deals with dragons as well. We're going to kick what? it to Dragon Age Origins, the track, the main theme. Thank you. 
And that was the main theme from Dragon Age Origins, again, composed by Einan Zur. Uh, vocals were done by Aubrey Ashburn, uh, and she's also the one that co-wrote the lyrics to that. Uh, funny enough, though, Dragon's Dogma, anything that features female vocals, it's also her. So, um, you know, there's she kind of crossed over there as well, even though there were no vocals in the track you had played. I know there are vocals on the soundtrack from Dragon's Dogma. Uh, Aubrey Ashburn is the one that does that as well. So uh, kind of funny how those two, the composer and the vocalist, cross over between both games we just did. Um and then the orchestra behind the soundtrack for Dragon Age Origins is the Northwest Sinfonia Orchestra. Anything else that you know of? Mm, I didn't look it up. I don't know. I, I, I didn't really research it if you want to take a look real quick. But um, I, I, I really I, I picked this because, first of all, Dragon Age is probably my favorite franchise that Bioware is, is known for. I mean, I like Knights of the Old Republic. I like Mass Effect. But Dragon Age has always been my thing. And it really all started with Dragon Age Origins. Um, Dragon Age 2 was it was OK. It was it was a decent follow up to the first, but it wasn't the same thing. It wasn't nearly as good. And then Inquisition, a lot of people had issues with. But I thought Inquisition was fantastic. I thought Dragon Age Inquisition was really, really good. Um, so much so that I, I finished all the DLC to 100 percent completion, uh, purchased all of them and uh, had a lot of had a lot of fun with it. Did you find anything out? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's also for this series called Halo. I no, uh, did Halo one through three. Sure. Uh, they, also did, they also did ODST. They did uh, the DLC for Diablo three. Okay. Uh, Dragon Age. Uh, and more, more recently, the most recent thing they've done was a movie score for The Revenant, which uh, won Mr. Leonardo DiCaprio the Oscar. Is that the, is that the one where he uh, fought the bear? Yes. They also. <laughs> They also did the movie score for the movie There Be Dragons, so it all ties back together. It's always about dragons. It's always about dragons. Yep. Uh, But a good track, though, and I really do hope that we are able to see a Dragon Age 4. I I do think a lot is... It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I want to think that it will, but I think a lot is riding on the success of Anthem in terms of Bioware's future. You know what? I will buy Anthem just so we can get a Dragon Age. How about that? Well, I think I'm going to buy Anthem regardless because I want to play Anthem. Anthem looks Anthem. Like I said, my hype level for Anthem was high and then it was low. And now it's kind of it's trajecting up back towards the high mark based off of things that we saw at E3. I think Anthem has some potential. Uh, do Will it be good? I don't know. Um, the shared world aspects seem interesting. I do like the fact that your towns are a single player experience. So I think there's a nice blend there. We'll have to see exactly how the game is when it comes out uh, on February 22nd, 2018, alongside every other game in the world. No, hey, that's just, the day Crackdown comes out. That's the day Crackdown 3 comes Well, I, I, yeah. and, and it's it's a joke, <laughs> but there's only three other games releasing that day. Crackdown, Days Gone and uh, Metro Exodus. So yeah, uh, it's going to be a fun day. And I'm, I'm starting to think none of them are going to budge. So it'll, it'll be it'll be curious to see which of those four sells the best out of and you know what part of me thinks Anthem will sell the most out of all four of those games the one that deserves to sell the most probably Metro let us know what you think your uh, game of February 22nd uh, is going to be in the comments below yeah yeah there's so many on that day that there has to be a game of the day that uh, that day Um, all right let's kick it to Jessica's second pick for this episode um, I already mentioned it earlier. She picked two tracks from the same game. So this is again from Metopia. We'll let her intro it though. We'll talk about it when we come back.
And that was the extra battle, the cyberpunk version from Metopia, which, again, if you don't remember, released on the Nintendo 3DS July 28th, 2017 here in North America. Four composers, as we mentioned earlier, Toshiyuki Sudo, Shinji Ushiroda, Yumi Takahashi and Megumi Inoue. Uh, Again, just like I mentioned earlier, I don't know who composed what because there's no breakdown anywhere even on the website where i usually get my breakdowns like i did earlier with dragon's dogma um there's no breakdown on that website so but what a track that was dude that was fantastic you really like that one too yeah i liked it it had a very marvel vs. capcom 2 new age of heroes kind of feel to it Mm -hmm. that's right i gave you the full title because i'm a dork Uh, (laughs) no man but what what a great track that was it was really i mean it just it was upbeat i like that i I definitely like that one more than the first one uh but they were both really good um and like I, like I mentioned, I mean, she's just I, I she's for the most part done with this game, but because she's been playing it so often over the past couple months and she got it because uh, we didn't get it right away. She just got it a couple months ago and uh, she's kind of hoping that um, there will be a sequel to it. But who knows? Maybe there will be one day. Uh, it'd be cool if they did something like this on the switch now. Switchtopia. Well, there are Mii's on the Switch, and you don't really do anything sure. with them on the Switch. Like, on the 3DS, you had Street Pass, you had all these games that took advantage of the Mii's, and even somewhat on the on the Wii and the Wii U. But on the Switch, all you have, like, they're kind of, you know, they're shoehorned into Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because they were in Mario Kart 8 originally anyway. Um, and they'll be in Smash because they're already in Smash. Yeah, probably. But uh, it's just, actually, they haven't showed the Mii characters in Smash, have they yet? Every character is, is confirmed to return. Right, so but, they have, but they haven't showed them yet. They're the, if you think about it, they're the only ones that they haven't shown off. Or one of the only ones they haven't shown off. Plus, plus, plus Waluigi. But we're not neither here nor there. Uh, Waluigi was never in Smash, though. <laughs> watch your mouth. He was always there in my heart. All right, so I have one track left. Yeah. And I'm going to get some Mike Moraski on this episode. It's going to happen, Brian. Okay. That's right. From Team Fortress 2. I love my twos. This is Intruder Alert.
And that was a theme to Archer from no, uh, <laughs> that was Intruder Alert from Team Fortress 2. Yeah. By the by the wonderful, awesome Mike Moraski. Mm-hmm. He should just compose everything. I dis I disagree. I strongly disagree. In fact, he should just make make Portal 3. Just 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 do Portal 3. We don't even need the game, just just compose the game. Just compose the soundtrack for a game that doesn't exist. Yeah, just 900, <laughs> 900 levels. It's the most ambitious portal yet. Sure. Yeah. Have you played a lot of Team Fortress? I played the hell out of it when I got uh, the orange box. Okay. I'm a man of many hats. Yeah, that's all I know about Team Fortress 2. I've never really played Team Fortress 2, but I do know that everything is revolves around the hats that you can get in the game. Okay. Um, my friend Tim and a couple other buddies that I have that live out in Vegas when I was out there for a while... Uh, they were big into Team Fortress 2 around the same time they were big into, you know, Halo and Halo 2 and Halo 3. But uh, they spent a lot of time doing competitive gaming with Team Fortress 2. They were really good. I mean, oh, I was not. They 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 used to they used to go to MLG tournaments for Halo and, and Team oh, Fortress wow. 2 and that kind of stuff. So they were fantastic. And, you know, they used to compete on the professional level, um, never got sponsored or anything like that. But they were good. Uh, good no, to, good enough to, to do I well. To, I used to go to MLP tournaments. Major League. Oh, my, my Little Pony. Oh, okay. My Little Pony. No, absolutely not. Not a brony. Don't like that I, shit. I, I thought you were going to say, like, My Little Peanuts or something. See what my I was, pe- was going to say? My Peanuts are not small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, little wrong guy, buddy. Okay. <laughs> boom, real sky in the room. How you doing? <laughs> Fun track, though, dude. A good, good track, though. It definitely... Uh, had that spy feel to it you know it just oh man it was good that was a good piece of music um but that's going to bring us into our last track that we're going to play as we close out the episode today on this episode of radio R volume 15 here at bg mania uh i have the honor of closing up the show and i'm going to go back to a game that i played last month during radio R, and i said that there was two tracks i was considering and i would save the second one for next month next month is now uh, we're going back to Guacamelee 2, which just released um, last month, and we're going to be playing the track that you hear in the town of Pueblucho. And you looked up what this translated to, and it translated to what? It was like uh, like a pokey little town or a yeah, pokey little town. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's not what the name was meant to be, but it actually is fitting. Right. Yeah, no, it's definitely a small town. It's the first town you come to in the game. Uh, you, you, Your character, Juan, lives just outside of Pueblucho. And uh, when the game starts up, you, you know, you head to the left because it's a side scrolling game and uh, you run into play blue show like a couple screens later and this music kicks in. And I was like, wow, because I remember the town from the first game, but I can't remember if the same track was from the first game or not or if they changed it up a little bit. But I just remember that hearing this in, in Guacamelee 2. I was like, my God, Frank is going to love this track because of the whole, you know, the the, me- the clearly Mexican flavor. The whole game is Mexican flavored, but uh, just the Spanish guitar you hear there, the trumpet, freaking everything that is going on in this music in this track particular is is phenomenal. Uh, composed by Rom DePresco, the same guy that did the one that we played last month. Um, the oh, what was the name of that one? It was the one the like the the side scrolling beat 'em up. I forget the name of the actual track. But uh, it was the one that plays in the small little section of the where they're kind of making a play at beat em ups like Double Dragon and River City Ransom. Um, I just forget the name of the track that we played last month because I do. I don't know. But I can't uh, remember what we did yesterday. I can't remember something last month. Well, I usually I usually can remember, but I just can't remember that name of that track. But remember, no, by and remember. No, oh, wait, wait. 
No, that's uh, that's coming up, so dude. Uh, the uh, thirty-one days of Halloween. I think that I think Hocus Pocus plays on day one of that, like on and October first. Well, and it day plays four. every day, yes, but and and then on Halloween it'll play like eight or nine times hours. in a row. Is it twenty-four hours now? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like eight or nine hours in a, eight or nine times in a row, which might actually be twenty-four hours because the movie is like two hours long. So. Um, nine, no, all nine would get you about eighteen hours. So it probably plays. Plus, plus Marshall, so that's yeah, right. so so about nine. So yeah, that would probably be probably be accurate. But uh, yeah, make sure you stick around, listen to the whole track. It's not a long track, so stick around. It's it's a fun track. You're really gonna like this, especially if you Absolutely. like that uh, trumpet style and Spanish guitar. But that is gonna bring us to the close of the show. Unless you have anything else you wanted to mention before we get out of here this week. I think we said it all. All right, well, that's going to do it. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Remember to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BG Mania at leveldowngames.com, especially for that thankful episode we have coming up in a month and a half almost. We are under two months away now from that episode hitting uh, November 22nd on the American Thanksgiving. We will be putting up a bonus episode dedicated to you where we're going to have 16 fan-submitted tracks, listener-submitted tracks, whatever you want to call it, uh, hopefully with you know some sentimental stories or heartfelt, heartwarming stories behind them. Uh, shout out to the Mixmaster, who submitted a handful of tracks for that episode. Uh, so if we are running short, we can use his submissions. But, um, you know, he him along obviously the messenger from the Facebook fan group. He submitted a track. We've got your sister's track that's that's coming up. Um, I heard El Caro might even throw a track in there. El Caro doesn't get a track. El Caro is banned from the show. He doesn't get a track. But uh, <laughs> hashtag save El Caro. Yeah, no, the uh, the mix master, though, he did submit a handful of tracks, uh, obviously with his one, you know, primary track that he wanted. But then he submitted some secondaries in case we are running short, which I do appreciate that a lot. My man. So, and then I think Shanzi also said he was going to be submitting one for that episode, too. So that'd be cool to see what he picks. But uh, yeah. And uh, the reason Jessica had to tr- pick this this month on Radar because we didn't have any fan submissions. So make sure you submit epi- uh, some picks for upcoming Radars because we are out of tracks now. Oh, we're saving everything we get, especially if it's tagged. We're saving it for the fan episode. So make sure that uh, make sure that you submit tracks for the um, Radars as well because we definitely need them. Uh, regardless of where you're enjoying this content, be sure to show your support by leaving a review. And if you aren't already, subscribe on YouTube. I can't stress it enough. Reviews on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher help us climb the charts in terms of search results. So if you have a chance some point this week, drop in Leave us a five-star rating or whatever rating you think we deserve. Hopefully it's five. Ten stars. Well, I don't think you do ten stars unless you review it twice. twice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and drop us a review because it definitely helps out uh, in terms of search results. Uh, we may have to st- We may have to do like a contest and start giving something away. Um, not And not just crappy free Steam games. What? My undying love wasn't enough for you all? Well, I, I'm considering getting like a like a Steam gift card or something and just kind of doing like a contest for and we'll just pick a review or something and... Um, I'm, I'm considering or, doing or that. Ice, or ice cream, guys. Think about it. Ice cream. I might do ice cream. You want an ice, a free ice cream cone from Dairy Queen? <laughs> you can also follow us over at twitch.tv slash games for all the live streams and event coverage and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow us across social media. Check that description box for the appropriate links. Next week, we are entering October. Or as, uh, like I said, this is a, a thing that we do every year. Obviously, we've only done it once, but we are going to do it every year. October is our monthly or our yearly month where we can have some fun because of the, the Halloween season. Uh, last month, we dedicated two episodes to Castlevania. This month, we are doing Mega Man. Rocktober for Rockman. Come on, Brian. It writes itself. It does write itself, but another podcast has already done that, which is why I don't officially say that. 
Well, they are wrong. Okay? VG, v, VG Empire, which is a video game music podcast that I used to listen to regularly, actually did Rocktober one one year, and that's why I don't call you it Rocktober. Sons of guns. <laughs> so that's already been done. But uh, you know, as as a, a paying tribute to them, sure, we can say that Rocktober. But uh, no, I just Rock-a-ma- uh, Rockamania is going to run wild. Rockamania. <laughs> uh, we're going to have two episodes dedicated to Mega Man in October, so that's going to be fun, and we're going to do part one of that. Ep- uh, collection next week so Frank and I and the entire catalog is open just like we did last year for Castlevania the entire catalog of Mega Man is open for us to choose from so it's gonna be fun I think so awesome I I can't wait I hope you surprise me with some good stuff because you usually pick bad things I already have six tracks Nice, 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 nice. Uh, taking us out of this episode, once again, we have Play Blucho from Guacamelee 2, again, composed by Ram DePresco. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. <laughs>